Hello, good afternoon. I'm so excited to be here. Um, I hope you guys are having just the most fabulous day in the whole world. I woke up this morning, eyes bolted open like um, in Breaking Dawn when Bella's finally turned into a vampire and her chest puffs up and then the music is playing and her eyes, boom, open and her eyes are red. It was kind of like that moment, except instead of my eyes being red, a little idea bell went off in my head and said, cut your hair cut your hair. And then I'm sitting in class and I'm taking my little finger and I'm unlocking my phone and I'm going swipe, 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 swiping through my apps till I hit the Pinterest icon. I hit that icon and in the search bar, I'm searching short haircuts for women. And there's there's nothing more mentally ill that you could do. Then wake up with the idea to cut your hair and then get on Pinterest in class looking up short haircuts for women. Like if you've been there, you know the feeling that is a that is a low point. Because let me tell you, every single time I've ever cut my hair in my entire life, I hate it. Like like if you ever catch me with a bob again, something bad happened to me. I something my mental chemistry chemicals shifted and made me do that demons even (laughs) made me do that because that is not me that is not me if i ever have a bob something happened to me and then the girl you see with the bob she is disturbed because she does not want that bob i hate when my hair is short but just sometimes i get this wild hair up my butt and it's like cut your hair cut your hair i didn't cut my hair i literally i texted all my friends i was like i'm gonna do it i'm gonna do it and there he said, do not do that. Do not do that. So I didn't. I'm practicing restraint for the first time in my life. I'm so proud of myself for that one. Um, I hope you guys' week have been has been good. My week has been just fine, honestly. Um, had fun at work, had fun at school, chit-chatted, you know, whole nine yards. A lot of homework this week. Kind of evil. But my school week is over. I have some homework to do, but I don't have to worry about that BS until Tuesday. It's not BS, but I just wanted to be a little sassy. Okay, so anyway, let's just get into it. Also, if you hear me taking the world's biggest breaths, I have asthma and it is kicking my behooty this week. I do not know what is happening, but I cannot breathe. So if you hear me taking really big breaths, just know I am struggling and I wish I wasn't taking such big guttural breaths, but I am. <laughs> um, okay. So today we're going to be talking about um, me. <laughs> today we're going to be talking about me. I hope you guys are excited. Today we're going to be talking about my journey within the, um, I guess you could say, music industry but the social media sides of the music industry um where I landed in that after releasing my first song um the mistakes that I think I've made thus far and what my kind of plan is moving forward um I think that this episode will be very relatable for other musicians who are in the same position um and I just want to talk about it and I just kind of want to like explain how it happened and kind of my stance on it now and where I think I'm going with this so music love music that's the best s-h-i-t in the world I forgot how to spell that word um yeah so when I was little I 
oh my god you couldn't shut me up I was singing 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 for my life at the age of five um when Grease came out and that was the end for me or not Grease came out I watched Grease for the first time actually Grease 2 Grease 2 that was the honest to god beginning of music for me it was very formative musical experiences was um in Grease 2 where they sing about sex um I did not know what they were singing about but I was sure to perform that song for my mother um there's this part where Paulette says sexual occasions and I <laughs> love that part I thought it was just absolutely beautiful and I would like make my mom come into my room and I'd be like listen to this listen to this and I'd sing it how embarrassing um so Grease 2 and Jessica Simpson there's this music video that was on Jessica Simpson's um CD and you would put it in the TV DVD player and on the TV would be her music video from her CD I don't even know how that technology works anyway it was Jessica Simpson's version of Take My Breath Away whoa I would stand I would stand in front of the TV like a dad watching football take my breath away you take my breath you take my wow oh wow that was good anyway whoa so those loved music from an early age and just singing nonstop, um as you could probably tell and then middle school i start playing piano i start um i join chorus huge huge moment for me i loved chorus i love chorus this day the specialist place in my heart um and then also in middle school i started writing music and that was like kind of what took over as my biggest passion um i've always been a writer i'm a writing major and so once i started taking piano lessons i it just all kind of clicked for me i was writing music i was putting it to what i was learning on the piano it was truly like the ultimate form of expression for me like I feel like once I started writing music I found my I found my thing that makes me feel whole and makes me feel like a person um so yeah heavily involved with music middle school and high school um I graduate high school I go to college I kind of lose contact with my musical roots in college it's always in the back of my mind but you know a lot of really interesting things (laughs) We'll put it that way. It happens to me in the beginning years of college. It's a really tough time. And also, you know, I lived in a dorm. You don't bring your keyboard to your dorm and bother your roommates with your original music that you wrote when you were 13. So I kind of left the music in the dust for a second there. But then I realized, like, I miss music. Like, it was such a big part of my life that it wasn't. And I, like, feel like I was missing a part of me so then once me and Tyler my old roommate moved into our apartment it was my 20 2021 new year's resolution yeah to get back into music so I go to the music center is that what it's called the guitar center music whatever I buy oh my god an expensive ass keyboard (laughs) with like weighted keys and then like a month later I buy the microphone that I'm actually using the podcast on the Scarlet Focus right. Oh, just drain my savings account. Drain her. But that's okay because it literally changed my life. Like the moment of making the decision for myself to use my whole savings account <laughs> to buy musical equipment, literally the best decision I have ever made in my whole life. Um so then I'm able to get back into music. Um I you know, I'm slowly getting back into it. I'm learning how to play the La La Land theme song, of course. Um, I'm 
kind of reworking songs that I'd written in the past. And then finally, the big moment this long-winded story has led to is when I wrote one of the first songs um, that I wrote once I was getting back into music, which was He Loves You. Oh, wow. He Loves You was one of the most life-changing full experiences of my whole life. And I'm sure it, like when I die, it'll still be one of the most life-changing experiences. Um, it was like I blacked out when I wrote it and I just like, and that happens a lot of times when I'm writing songs, like I'll write a song and I'll step away for five minutes and I don't remember the song. I don't remember how to play it. Like, it's just something that like took place in a vacuum. I'll sit down. It'll take me an hour to four hours I'll write the song and then I'll just be like whoosh like we're done <laughs> it came out of me we're done and that's kind of how he loves you was I just like wrote it in a second like it just all started like oh my gosh it was just going and going and going and I wrote the whole song and as I was writing it I was like oh I love this song like I actually think that this is a good song like I just I had a good feeling about it and then I had seen a lot of the TikToks of like I'm a independent musician and I just released my first song. Um, you know, give it a listen, give me a chance or whatever. I saw, you know, a lot of those TikToks that used to really be popular, um, in 2021. And so I was like, you know what? Other people are releasing music. I'm going to do it. And so I, it, the way all of this happened just fell so completely into place. I randomly was just like, going through my TikTok feed, I found this guy who mixes and mastered and I was like, yeah, I'll DM him. And so I DM him, we connect, um, and he mixes and masters my song. Literally best guy in the world, did amazing work. Like the first try of getting a mixer and master, was that the phrase? I don't know. Like perfect experience. Um, then I release it. I make three TikToks three times I made a lot of TikToks about it but three TikToks went viral for it um which I, I guess viral is subjective I wouldn't say that they went like balls to the wall like millions of views no they did not but um I think the first one and this was the first time I'd ever had any kind of like internet like anything pick up um the first one I think got like maybe 20,000 views and then the next one some of them got pretty pretty good numbers like in the like 500,000 views um so like cool very very cool experience and um yeah so the song really kind of um blew up it was like it was it was a really unbelievable experience for me because it was so Oh my God. I knew like, as I was writing the song, I knew as I was doing this, it was just all falling into place so perfectly. But the fact that like the videos that I made for it blew up for the first song that I ever released, I was like, this is what I meant to do. Like it literally was immediate feedback and immediate, like, um, I can't think of the word, not gratification, but like immediate confirmation. There we go. That I was doing something that I was supposed to be doing and it just all happened so naturally and I was like here we go I'm on the right path this is what I'm doing this is what I'm meant to do like here we go and it he loves you did really well um you know I never ever 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 dreamed 
that the videos would actually go viral for it and that I would actually get streams. Um, that was just such like a pipe dream that someday I would write something and people would love it. And then it happened. I was like, holy crap, like this is it. <laughs> this is so embarrassing. But I remember I, th it's always, always, always been my dream to be like famous and like make music, like be a musician. That's always been my dream. And then these videos were going viral on TikTok and it was a bit overwhelming. Um, like all the notifications and stuff. And then I, <laughs> I, I got home from work and I think this was like release day or the day after and the streams were going so well and the views on the TikTok were going so well. And I sat down on the couch and I said, Tyler, my old roommate, I said, Tyler, I'm not ready to quit my job. I'm not ready to be famous. I'm not ready to move. <laughs> like I literally thought I was like, like this was the moment. And by next week, I'd be jet setting. I'd be globe trotting and doing what? Performing my one song? Like, I don't, know, <laughs> I don't know what I thought was about to happen. And Tyler was like, Emily, like, you're still going to be working at your job this time next year. Don't even worry about it. <laughs> like, they humbled me to the ground. But I was like, I needed that. Like, and it's true. Almost two years later now. No, two years? Uh will be two years and a few months later I am I am of course um still still at my job <laughs> but you know regardless um <laughs> just so silly but the, it, it was really a whirlwind of a situation that I will forever be thankful for because it really made I I have always I changed my major like five times I have never known what I wanted to do with my life I've just always known that like music is a huge thing to me and that when I'm doing music that's what feels right um and so it was just a huge confirmation that I did something right and it made me believe that like you know maybe this is something I could actually do um and then the streams start to kind of die down the engagement on my TikTok kind of goes down. I'm making TikToks for other songs and it's just like not doing as well. Nothing's going viral. And I'm like, uh-oh. <laughs> I thought this was kind of my thing. I thought I was globetrotting next week. And that does not seem to be the case. And then I got really in my head because I was like, I will, I will never create anything as perfect to me as he loves you and then whew, it all just kind of came down from there and my tiktok experience got weird <laughs> because tiktok had been the source of like so much praise so much excitement so much dopamine of seeing all the notifications and so now it's less it's becoming less about the music and more about how can i chase that like tiktok virality and notifications and da 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 um and i do want to say before i get into like my whole tiktok thing um tiktok views and streams are money and that's just like the truth especially for someone like me who you know i work full-time at a coffee shop i'm a student my family does not have money like streams and views 
are money. And I didn't realize that how much of an impact it could have um, until it started having an impact. So the streams from He Loves You, you know, that's money in the bank that I'm so thankful for. And brand deals. I've gotten, I think, five brand deals and um, like a, like, a, what is it? Like a, not merch, like, and not, not PR and not merch, but like I've gotten products from like companies because of it. And like, literally, if you have any kind of platform on the internet, you are getting free things and you are having an opportunity for money. So I think also, unfortunately, my love of making music and my want to make music and put it out there is also compounded with the fact that if it does well, it also equals money for me. And that is important, you know, that was rent, that was bills. Um, so anyway, leading that statement leading into this, um, I got really obsessed with, um, just trying to make perfect TikTok content and I am not a perfect person at all. Um, duh, no one is, but like for real. At the time, me and Tyler were sharing a room, and so I had a loft bed. My piano was tucked under my loft bed, and I got into my head that in order to make like viral TikToks, they had to be absolutely positively perfect, perfect background, perfect vocals, perfect, perfect, perfect. And so, <laughs> in order to curate that perfect aesthetic, I bought a pink sheet and a purple lamp, and <laughs> that was like I was trying to create like a ethereal pink dreamy look and so every time before I would do a TikTok I would stuff the sheets into the like grates above my head of my loft bed <laughs> I was holding the mattress up and I would put on my pink light and then I would put on this soft filter and then I would put like the um I would take the video then I would put captions for the lyrics and then I would like put the um echoey sound on the audio and making one TikTok video was like an hour's project and then if I didn't like it at the end if I didn't like the way I looked if I didn't like the way something sounded I couldn't just post it and be like you know what it's good no I'm a Virgo it had to be perfect oh my dog just did a little bit of silliness um so yeah it was just like and that really burns you out I could not just live in that live on that TikTok app it had to be perfect and eventually um, I just stopped because I was like, uh, <laughs> I can't do this. Nothing was really, nothing was really blowing up. Nothing was really going viral. And I was just like, damn, like I, like I felt like my dreams were kind of swooped out from under me because I also had seen so many people have like a viral video, viral two videos and transform that into literal fame and opportunities and like just increasingly grow their audience, grow their engagement and that didn't happen for me. And I'd always thought that, like, if I had gotten the opportunity to go viral, I would spin it. I would spin it out and I would create a career out of it. And then I didn't. And I was just like, what did I do wrong? Because I thought I had done everything as perfectly as I could possibly handcraft. Um, and I think also I was kind of niched into... Lana Del Rey talk, which is a beautiful place to be. Um, so thankful to be in Lana Del Rey TikTok. I love her. She's my favorite artist in the whole wide world. But also, I noticed that um, 
if my songs, and still to this day, if my videos and my songs don't have a Lana Del Rey air about it, um, don't have, you know, it's a specific vibe. I don't even know how to describe it. But if I'm not catering to the Lana Del Rey niche of TikTok, um, nobody is quite caring because that's, you know, who I'm pushed out to. That's my audience. And so the niche combined with oh, just general algorithmic and general trying to achieve this perfection, I was burnt the hell out. Um, so then I think I stopped for a little bit. And then 2022, New Year's comes around and oh, I love New Year's resolutions. So 2022 New Year's resolutions was, okay, um, we are going to girl boss the F up and we are going to post every single day until we go viral and we are going to run up that engagement it doesn't matter what we post it doesn't matter what it's about who sees it we are going viral (laughs) because at this point I think oh you know my content isn't quite working the perfectionism isn't quite working the aesthetic that I tried to handcraft isn't working so I was literally googling videos how to go viral on TikTok how to increase engagement on TikTok and the thing that I was saying it was like it doesn't even matter what you post just post every day post multiple times a day and so I was like okay and then I started posting the crappiest content you've ever seen in your life I was posting like um popular sounds um, I was doing trends. I was doing like I had this like I had, first of all I had a filter on. Then it was a popular sound. Then it was n- not me talking. These are like the tips and tricks I learned to go viral. It was like popular sound. Do not talk. Have a filter on. Caption your things. Have it less than eight seconds. So I was making a lot of TikToks like that. I made one about Emily in Paris. I made one about when the boy texts you this. I was not t- texting any boys. Like, seriously, I was pulling content out of my ass just to, like, post multiple things a day because that's what I thought I was supposed to do. Um, And it was always in the back of my mind, like, if you can just get an audience, if you can just get viral videos, then, then once you've created these followers and these audiences, then you can post your music and that can be what you focus on. And then you'll already have followers, so then you won't have to work so hard to make such perfect content because the followers will already be there and then it'll get the views and we can focus more on the sound and that that was where I was <laughs> with that it was convoluted but you know I just I always think to myself I'm like if I could just get people to hear my music I think they might like it and I think I could you know really make myself and my music into something if I could just find a way to make people hear. So that was my method then, was just try to wrangle in people by doing trends and as many TikToks as I can, and then they'll be forced to listen to my music (laughs) once they follow me. Um, But that was soul-crushing because I did not care at all, at all, about the TikToks that I was making. I was just like pumping TikTok out, TikToks out, and it they literally sucked. They literally sucked. Um, then, then we get into the era where (laughs) I'm only popping on TikTok to do song promotion because the whole posting multiple times a day, every day burnt me out. Then I take another break. Then I have songs coming out. Um, and so the other very popular thing for music, um, musicians to do on TikTok is to post 
a million videos of their new songs in hopes that one of the videos goes viral. So then I said, perfect, perfect, perfect. That's what I need to do. So I have this song called Jonestown come out and I'm literally posting like every other day the same snippet of the song that I thought would go viral. And it was like, your name is on my necklace. And then one of my coworkers was like, Emily, I have heard that snippet a hundred times. Like he said, every time he's getting on TikTok, he just heard your name's on my necklace. Like I was being annoying. Like nobody, not even your friends, not your mom, not your loved one. No one wants to hear the same snippet of your song a hundred thousand times because you're doing self-promotion. And the only reason I was getting on TikTok was for self-promotion. How annoying is that? So you go from like, I just like, I'm thinking back at all of, of, of my TikTok journey of all the phases that my followers saw me go through of like perfection, pinky, ethereal, and then being like, forget it for a few months. And then coming back and being like, making trends in like eight second videos of absolutely not related to music content at all doing that for like a month and then being like forget it I'm not doing that and then coming back and only doing self-promotion that is such a disservice to the TikTok community like people don't get on TikTok and follow you to see you make crap and to see you just self-promote like when somebody follows you they follow you because they genuinely want to see more from you and they want to have a genuine connection with the creator and I think this whole time I think this whole time I was completely completely missing that um and for some people like TikTok is the platform that they are on like um like that's like where they got their start that's the platform they have a very special connection with their TikTok followers and I think I completely I completely abandoned that notion and I was just being so arrogant to assume that I could create subpar content and then get a genuine response back and I would post like a million a million self-promotion videos and still there would be followers who were like oh I can't wait like oh this is so good like still people being so nice to me and so supportive when I'm making Oh, just the worst content in the world, in my opinion. Um, I mean, it was still hard. It was still, you know, a challenge, time-consuming to make the content. But it wasn't content that was serving just anybody but myself. Um, and that is so unfair to the relationships that I could have on TikTok. Um, but I was just seeing it more as, like, a vessel to get people to hear my music. And then, and then I'll make the connections. Um, because my connection isn't really through me you know, sitting down and making a video, the connection for me is through my music or that, that was kind of the, um, so the way I was going about it. Um, honestly, really, it's honestly really surprising to me, um, that this is the way this was my, this was my TikTok journey because I am incredibly online. Um, I follow so many content creators, like, like, I follow them as if they're my friends, like, I'm catching in on that parasocial relationship, (laughs) um, like, I have content creators who I absolutely adore, and so it's very random to me that it's taken me, I think, like, two years being on TikTok 
to realize that my mistakes were just my inauthenticity. I think that's a word. Um, like I, sh- I just don't know how I thought I could get away with that and why I wanted to get away with that. Um, but you know, I think I just kind of got clouded with the fact that followers meant more opportunity to make more music and to make money so that I could work less and make more music. That's really where my head was at. But I think I completely neglected a whole entire opportunity to put those ideas aside and focus on the fact that I had a new thing that was TikTok and a community on TikTok that I could have been really authentic with and really made a a community and relationships with. Um, And now that I'm realizing that, I'm like, dang, like, (laughs) what the heck? Why? Why did it take me two years to realize that people don't want eight second videos and self-promotion? Um, crazy. But that being said, I'm so, so, so thankful for the people who have rocked with me since I released He Loves You. There's this group of people who have followed me to Instagram, who literally like all of my things, comment, are so supportive, um, every music release that I've had since have DM me about it. Just, just an overwhelming amount of support that I've had from the start of me diving into music. I cannot, I cannot be thankful enough and I cannot be thankful enough for the platform, even though, you know, I haven't had the most succinct run on TikTok since he loves you. I still have that platform and I'm so thankful that I know that I have that and I can, focus now on picking up on that, um, if I want to, um, and when I say if I want to, I just have a complicated relationship with TikTok because I'm not the best at sitting in front of a camera and talking, podcasting is fine, but, like, the whole sitting in front of a camera and fitting what I want to say into, um, algorithmically into, it should be under a minute, um, is just weird, and see, I'm still thinking, like, what's gonna work in the algorithm, and I've got to, let that go. And I think that's 2023 for me is there's going to be a version of me that's putting things on the internet and is not considering the algorithm because for musicians, specifically TikTok musicians, the algorithm is absolutely everything. The algorithm makes or breaks your song releases. It makes or breaks the money that you put into getting it mixed and mastered and the equipment that you bought. Like the algorithm decides how much of your life you can put into music, but functioning that way on the internet has obviously, it worked for me at the beginning, which so thankful for, but it hasn't worked for me since. And I think, you know, authentic, authentic, what's the word? Authenticity will show more once I put that algorithmic part of my brain away and just say, you know, say what you want to say, say what's important to you, focus on what's important to you. And what is important to me is music and having relationships with people who enjoy my music. And, you know, I do feel that there is, because I I write about um, specific topics and (laughs) kind of heavy stuff. And I feel like the audience that my music finds it's like kindred spirits to me. I really, 
I truly feel that way because I, I really do write from a place of truth and experience. And if you relate to that, we're already, we're already a community in some way. Um, and so I think, you know, moving forward, that's going to kind of be my whole thing on TikTok. And you might be at the end of this saying, girl, it is not that serious. <laughs> like, did you really, I don't know how long I've been talking. I've been talking for a while. You might be thinking, is it really that serious? Um, to make, to be making TikToks, did it require this much thought and does it require this much thought moving forward? I think it does for me. <laughs> for me, I think it does because I, just can't seem to give up on TikTok. Like, I know that there's something in there waiting for me, and I know that, like, it's a good place to be, but I just don't think... I think it took me two years of thinking about it to get to the point where I'm like, oh, okay, I get it now. Um, And so the other day, I just, like, did a one-take. Um, I did, like, a cover of a Tammy Wynette song, um, Run, Woman, Run, and I posted it on TikTok, and guess what? The algorithm <laughs> did not push it. I think it got like a hundred views, but I am obsessed with that song. I'm in a huge Tammy Wynette phase right now. And that's just going to have to be enough because it's something, it's a song that's important to me. And it's a cover that I enjoyed. I sat down at the piano and I enjoyed singing and playing that song. And then I posted a video of it on TikTok. And I think that's just kind of where I am moving forward. And I think if I'm bound to find my community on TikTok, I will find them by doing things that genuinely make me happy as a musician and that are important to me because no one wants to see you push things and do things that is not authentic to you and that is not important to you. I think that's all I have to say on the topic, on this specific topic for now. I have a million, a million and one things to say about <laughs> the internet in general and trying to I don't know make it on the internet I have I think I have always from little baby child when the internet was first happening I think I've always kind of visualized myself one day really that being my career which I think is why I find it so hard to pick a career because you can't tell people oh I think my career will be uh something on the internet like that's just not really you can't say that to the adults in your life um but I think that's always kind of what I know I've wanted to do and so it feels really good to be taking the steps of having this podcast and vlogging every week and becoming more authentic on TikTok and continuing to release music um I think I'm just I'm really excited to be on the internet um, and hopefully I become more and more and more on the internet and this podcast will happen as that happens um yeah I'm just excited I think I'm gonna say that every week I'm just excited the internet is an exciting place to be for me and I'm really thankful for where I am right now and I'm thankful for where I'm gonna end up um so yeah that's kind of my experience on TikTok so far. That's my experience being a TikTok musician, I guess. I guess you could say. I don't want to put too much weight on that because I had one one semi-viral song. But with that being said, um, I don't know what I'm going to talk about. What? Whoa. <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to talk about next week. Excited to find out. Excited for you guys to hear it. Excited to talk about it. As you guys know, I love talking. Favorite hobby ever 
Um, but yeah, I hope you guys have a great week. I hope you do something that makes you so happy. I hope you get an ice cream from Dairy Queen and they flip it over and not even a drop comes out of it. And then everybody cheers. Okay. Bye.